Yeah, I don't think lizard people control the government. That's a really fucking weird thing to say. I didn't say that. Hey, welcome to episode one of Haunts, Graves, and Omens. <laughs> welcome. Hey, it's the first uh, episode. The first episode. We definitely, this is definitely not our sixth time trying to record this. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, uh, I am your host, uh, Frederick Stewart, with my co-host. My name's Taylor. That's, Just leave it at that. Okay, that's about Taylor, it. <laughs> um, we are from HGO Paranormal Research, Hans Graves and Almonds Paranormal Research, based out of Portland, Oregon. And uh, yeah, first episode. First episode. Are you excited? Yeah, excited, I'm, nervous, def- still. Definitely uh, not our sixth time we're trying to record this and going over this information. But hey, you know what? <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Are you ready to jump in to episode one? I am. Um, not like we weren't, haven't been ready this entire fucking time. You know, we know what we're doing. <laughs> professional podcasters i would like to thank our sponsors for today's episode who's that uh, fucking uh grimace um <laughs> the soul of grimace oh oh no yeah yeah he's, he's falling on some hard times um there are many strange and unique unique cryptids that reign over the web bigfoot champ the loch ness monster hell even the bunny man but there are two, at least in my mind, that stay above the rest, filling land and air with terror and misery. This is episode one, Mothman and the Jersey Devil. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Mothman. Fuck yeah, Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> I say that like every time. <laughs> we do it every single time. <laughs> uh, the, the first recorded sighting of Mothman was November 12th, 1966, near Clendon, West Virginia. Five men were in a cemetery preparing a grave for burial when they witnessed something strange. A winged creature lifted itself from the nearby trees and flew away. All five men held to their stories that what they saw was not a bird. It was humanoid. Yeah, go go dig graves in the middle of the night. That sounds like you're really not asking for trouble yeah, it ever. Di- it, didn't, it didn't specify whether it was the middle of the night or during the day, but I, I imagine it was probably like middle of the night they're like you know we gotta dig this grave better do a bunch of hits of ayahuasca and go dig a grave there's no way this is gonna be a fucking problem it was probably like 10 p.m dude you fucking see that thing man you fucking see that they're like what do you see bro and he's like this fucking thing is flying it's flying around it's an angel (laughs) that's a little that's a joke for for later um, now for Point Pleasant, Mothman was sighted in many places across West Virginia and the surrounding states, but the largest number of sightings was near West Virginia Ordnance Works, a.k.a. the TNT area. The West Virginia Ordnance Works is an abandoned munitions facility to the north of Point Pleasant. The facility dates back to World War II, where during, during its operation it produced uh, ammunition dynamite, and you may hear me flub my words a couple times. Uh, it's because I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> The surrounding area is forested and dotted with grassy clearings and thick concrete domes called igloos. Those are the weirdest igloos. Those are probably the worst igloos. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I bet they're warm on the inside. Maybe. Um, they could also be cold if they're just straight concrete. Uh, I don't know. I'm a fucking you a concrete expert. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, uh, thanks for calling online. We have concrete expert uh, Taylor. Go ahead, Taylor. Go and give me your facts about concrete. It's probably cold. Okay, thanks. <laughs> That's it. That's a real fucking real hot take on concrete. <laughs> the The area is also riddled with abandoned tunnels, most of which have been sealed off, collapsed, or become flooded with water. It was here where Mothman would make its frightening entrance to the cryptid world. Now let me tell you. 
a fucking scary story. You ready? A little scary. I'm listening. Spooky. Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys. I'm, I'm a couple beers in. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely going. I, def- well, I, I probably should start drinking water. Um, near midnight on November 15th, 1966, a black 1957 Chevy Bel Air drifted through the dark and cold forested road near the TNT area. At the wheel was Roger Scarberry and his partner, Linda Scarberry, at his side. Along with the young couple were their friends, Steve and Mary Millette. Enjoying a late-night joy ride, and the last thing on both couples' minds was the thought that something was lurking in the dark. But came over the little rise in the road near the old power plant when we saw these eyes over in the bushes. They glowed red, and they were six inches apart, Steve said. Steve Millette said in a later interview. They, uh, they all saw it, though. The glowing eyes strangely in the bushes. Steve, a hunter since he was six, brushed it off as nothing more than a raccoon or another animal. You know, a raccoon with eyes six inches apart. <laughs> he's, 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 <laughs> well, I mean, it's a really big raccoon. I, <laughs> it's a really fat raccoon with like, glowing eyes. Yeah. Like they fucking duct tape flashlights <laughs> on the side of him, you know? <laughs> Little beams. Yeah, they just wander, like getting stuck on shit, like going <laughs> through the bushes, like, like hey, stuck oh, on branches. Hey, so so hungry, like, <laughs> fat raccoon, <laughs> just eating garbage and just getting stuck in shit in the constantly. They're like, I. I <laughs> so the only thing I think about is a bunch of rednecks going out like one night and they're all drunk and driving around in a truck and they're like, "What if we duct tape flashlights <laughs> to raccoon?" And they're like, "That's a great idea, let's do it." And then they did it, and now people were like. Okay, we're seeing weird shit in the bushes. So it's either a raccoon with uh, lights taped to the side of its head, or Mothman is just squatting in a bush, staring at people. He might be taking a dump. I don't want to think about that. (laughs) Mm, I do. (laughs) So (laughs) that makes one of us. Feeling creeped out, they steered their Bel Air out of the 250-acre maze of dirt roads and fish ponds which make up the area. They all tried to put their minds at ease as they drifted back from the dirt roads to civilization, but to their dismay, when they reached the paved road, the creature was waiting for them. Oh, fuck. It was then when they were able to get a good look at what was haunting them. It stood well over six feet tall, its wings protruding from its back, quote, like an angel. It's an angel. <laughs> it's an angel. It's an angel. That's why we're recording that before, because that's been a joke the past couple of times we've tried to record this. It's an angel. It's it's not an angel. <laughs> it's a, the it's worst a, angel it's ever. A, it's, a, it's, it's a bad angel. <laughs> uh, its torso resembled a human being, except that it had no arms, and the face was hard to distinguish, which um, is a characteristic that I, I feel like you guys need to really hold on to. Um, it's very... Keep that in the back of your, your brain. Uh, I will try it to do that myself. Um, it uh, <laughs> it walked... Uh, this is my favorite part. It walked clumsily, quote, like a penguin. <laughs> which is like... <laughs> he, just, he just watches penguins. Yeah, he like, just watches penguins all the he's time. He's like, I want to know how penguins well, walk. Well, you know, Linda, you know, I was telling you, you know, um, you know, you keep telling me, you know, go back to the, go back to the mill and get back there and make coal or whatever the fuck they do at mills. And, <laughs> and I keep telling you, God damn it. I just wanted to learn how penguins walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, like the house hunters where they're like, my budget is $2 million, you know, 
my wife, she catches butterflies, and I watch penguins walk, and I want a house that is in the city, but also by the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I can get that for $2 million, Also, right? any, I want it uh, in a place where I can catch raccoons and tape flashlights <laughs> on the side of the room. That's really important It's to me. very important. That's my hobby. You know, people, some people hike, some people tape flashlights to raccoons. <laughs> but unfortunately, it was not an angel or a penguin, uh, which would have been fucking super surprising to find in West Virginia. Um, the creature uh, spread its wings and shot straight up in the air with tremendous speed. And I can't stress that enough. Tremendous amount of speed. Uh, fear shot through their bodies. They were, uh, What they saw wasn't a bird, and it wasn't a raccoon. Uh, all they knew is that the hunt was on, and that they were the prey. Roger slams on the gas pedal, sending the car rocketing on the highway. The creature kept up with their every move. It does a dive into their car over and over again, almost in an attempt to force them off the road. I was doing 100, 105 miles an hour. Yes, is the voice I chose for him. <laughs> and it was sort of gliding over the top, sort of moving from side to side. And you could hear a flapping noise. And it came down at the car, making a squealing noise like a mouse. That's what Roger <laughs> said in an interview. Which I, when I read that to Taylor, I was like, "That's the fucking weirdest way to describe a mouse sound: squealing like a mouse." Yeah, squealing is kind of an odd uh, descriptor, but I mean, I'm I guess mice can squeal. You know, it was barking like a frog out there. And it was just <laughs> fucking. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the uh, the couples arrived in town shortly after, shaken by their experience. They contacted local law enforcement, who went to the area of the encounter. They said Deputy Millard Holstead admitted he saw a cloud of dust rise from an adjacent coal yard that, quote, could have been a bird. You think it's a bird? It might be a bird. You think it's a bird? I think he just didn't want to deal with it. He was like, the people, it's a fucking, it's fucking, it's fucking, it's fucking wings. You got a garage or you can't find it. And he's like, no, fuck that. He really said, I don't want to do that. It's like, it's like, you ever seen those like stories of like law enforcement who go into haunted homes? I think so. There was like this one, sorry, you're reading off track, but there's this one case of like, this guy goes into this house and they're like, we're having this weird stuff happen. Uh, yeah, come in and check it out. And the cop comes in, and there's water dripping from the floor to the ceiling. Oh, like that's reverse. weird. Reverse. Yeah. And he was like, "Hmm, okay, good luck. Not my problem." <laughs> just, just left. <laughs> Get a priest. Yeah, not my much. problem. Following the harrowing events, Linda Scarberry was rushed to the hospital by her father after a nervous breakdown. On November 16th, the media was told of the story, and headlines read: "Couple sees man-sized bird, creature, something." And with that. The legend of Mothman was born. He really like had to meet like a minimum of like letters couple, to use. Couple of these man-sized bird creature spider uh, fucking terrorist bird something. <laughs> and they're like, "What was that the last part?" And they're like, "Uh, you know, uh, something." They couldn't have left it a it's creature. Fucking headlines, my guy. It's it's the t- <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to have the whole story in the headline. But okay, he's like trying to meet like a count on an essay. <laughs> in the november 17th 1966 issue of the raleigh register newell partridge told his account of the creature completely different guy but it'll make sense here in a second newell a building contractor said his three-year-old german shepherd went into the darkness after the quote thing and never returned at about 10 30 november 15th the same night of the uh, tnt encounter 
His television reception was interrupted by a, quote, generator noise, which is something that I feel like, again, you should note, right? So it's the blurry face, the generator noise. Keep that in mind. It was so severe, he had to turn off the set. Almost immediately, his dog, quote, started carrying on something terrible with a death howl. What the fuck is a death howl? I fucking, I, <laughs> I like, would, I don't... <laughs> I work with animals, and I don't know what that means. You didn't learn that in, like, veterinary school? No. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a death howl. What the fuck is that? It's a, <laughs> I don't know. Look it up. Read a book. I've read plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, So Partridge opens the door and uh, he picks up uh, two red reflections when passing a flashlight beam over his uh, meadow on his farm out there. At that point, his dog's hair stands up. The dog bares its teeth and it rushes into the woods. It's got a raccoon to chase. It's got something to chase. Something with red eyes. According to Partridge and his wife, the dog never stayed away longer from home longer than 15 minutes before. Uh, but unfortunately, the dog was never seen again. The Partridge's description of, quote, red reflectors matches the report of the Scarberries and Mallettes who saw the winged creature about 90 minutes after the Partridge's incident occurred. Hmm. The strangest part of the Partridge's story is that it links to their story. Like, man, that's such a weird connection. That, like, as they're running away from this creature, this mothman, they see a dead dog on the side of the road, which is a weird thing to pick up. Right. That is a weird thing to pick up. But... Like, oh, fuck, we're getting shit. We're, we're <laughs> fucking shit. Hey, there's, there's a dog. There's a fucking dead dog. <laughs> and then, like, you know, but it happened, like, <laughs> you know, I can get off track, but it, you know, it happened 90 minutes before. Um, So, did Mothman, like, fucking ice this dog? He, maybe. Which, uh, for for the the Jersey Devil part um, that we're gonna get into after this Mothman uh, part of this episode, uh, keep in mind about the German Shepherd. Okay. Okay. Just keep that in mind. Okay. I'll put it in a little I keep memory the, box. I, I keep seeing the words "keep that in mind," uh, like I know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I don't. <laughs> um, the being was seen uh, throughout the next 13 months in Point Pleasant. Uh, it was estimated there were over a hundred sightings within this time. Witnesses were also harassed by quote men in black. Which if you and when I say those those words, and you kind of think about the men in black, the hard to see faces, tremendous speed. Uh, you know, you, some people might see where I'm trying to go with this, and right. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, a little spooky. Um, the men in black wanted people to not speak about the creature. They were calling them. They were leaving threats, um, which is actually uh, kind of a, a hint to our another episode that we're doing we're yeah. working on right now um they they're they're very prominent when it comes to things like this and it's kind of weird because you don't see them in a black and a lot of cryptid stories you don't which is super unique to the yeah. story because you make it like like, like you know people see bigfoot or whatever you don't have the men in black knocking at your door right or, or loch ness monster there's no men in black but in Mothman, there is. Yeah. You don't have someone calling you like, hey, don't talk about Bigfoot, please. Don't talk about Bigfoot. <laughs> it's really sensitive. We call him Little Feet. <laughs> call, him, call him regular. Call him, call him regular foot. He's really sensitive. Size nine women's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Size nine women's feet, Bigfoot. <laughs> no, just... Uh, <laughs> just, just that, just science, yeah. women feet. Yeah. Okay, that's a fucking uh, like a Jerry Brudos fucking 
<laughs> serial killer like reference right there. <laughs> um, great. <laughs> Uh, in many cases, uh, witnesses who saw Mothman experiences eye burn or collect conjunctivitis, a.k.a. pink eye. Hmm. But uh, that wasn't the only affliction given to a witness. Mary Millette, who uh, was the only person to experience ear trauma, at a later sighting after hearing a loud metallic noise, her ear began to bleed. Another thing to note about the Scarberry Millette sightings is that they lost track of time during their encounter. And all this will play into my theory later on. Um, you know, the, the track of time, men in black, getting pink eye. And anybody who loves spooky shit and like really dives in it, not like, I like a scary story. I'm talking like, like your borderline tinfoil hat. Um, <laughs> you know, you're like the fucking secret service killed Kennedy. Like you just go fucking like batshit crazy like me. Um, you're not really like that. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, like I know of like, I know of a lot of things. I just, I'm not like super in depth and a lot of um like cryptids or aliens or anything like that so like i'm like the guy who like would be in like a dark apart- apartment like stringing lines together be like what does it mean what does it mean <laughs> and then like taylor would come home with like dinner and she's like oh you had a good day today <laughs> what are you doing and i'm like they're f- they're fucking taking moon rocks and they're <laughs> putting it in the COVID 19 vaccinations <laughs> And she's like, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. So, like, are you going to have like, chicken for dinner? Do you want a pasta or what are we doing? <laughs> um, as for Mothman itself, many people across West Virginia regarded the events as a case of mistaken identity or a hoax, while some, in hindsight, saw the cryptid as a dark omen of things to come. And unfortunately, the omen came on December 15th. 1967. It was rush hour, 5 p.m. Both lanes of the Silver Bridge were packed when a, quote, loud gunshot-like noise, as described by eyewitnesses, could be heard coming from the bridge. A bridge that connected Point Pleasant to Ohio. Within 20 seconds, the bridge collapsed in the cold waters of the Ohio River, claiming 46 victims, two of which who have never been recovered to this day. The cause of this fatal disaster was a single eye bar, a 55-foot-long section of steel, 2 inches thick and 12 inches wide, suddenly fractured. And I, I, I would get into, like, the logistics of the bridge and, like, all this shit, you know, like, be like, yeah, here's what happened, like, actually happened, like, it fractured in this part and in this part. But uh, that's fucking boring. <laughs> I, um, I don't like bridges that much. I more like to keep it at the legend. You're not a bridge fanatic. I'm not a bridge fanatic. You know, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> it's, like you're just, it's such a weird thing to say. But like, I don't like dislike bridges. I'm not like, you know, fuck bridges, dude. <laughs> like, name one bridge you like. Uh, the Hawthorne Bridge. That's a pretty bridge. Okay, <laughs> I guess it's a. Oh, you fucking how original? Go over water. <laughs> That's fucking original. That, yeah, and I live in fucking Bridge City. Right. Great, good for me. I, you know what, man? Fuck bridges. I want, okay. I want fairies everywhere, man. What the fuck, man? This sucks. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, reports trickled in that Mothman-like figure was seen appearing near the bridge about a month prior to its collapse. Mothman isn't to blame for the collapse, but is widely regarded as a predecessor to death or destruction by people at Point Pleasant and across the internet and uh, me. So... <laughs> Whatever. Then again, I don't know how to read. 
which is why there's might be some weird pause breaks throughout all this. But West Virginia wasn't the only place where this winged cryptid was spotted. On November uh, 26, 1986, in the Soviet Union, the world's worst nuclear disaster occurred when an explosion took place during a routine systems test of reactor number four at the Chernobyl power plant, man, and the fucking space aliens came down and <laughs> <laughs> just, I decided to start getting really worked up all of a sudden. <laughs> just at a kind of like the I don't know what's wrong there, man. Um, the nearby town of Pripyat served as a base for the first responders, but was later evacuated due to the presence of harmful radiation. In the decades following the disaster, rumors have flown on cryptozoology-inclined corners of the internet that Chernobyl workers and the residents of Pripyat saw some very eerie things in the sky prior to the explosion. Reportedly, a bizarre winged creature was seen flying over the town on numerous occasions, uh, a few workers at Chernobyl uh, also allegedly saw the same creature hovering over the plant. Uh, even stranger, those who claimed to have seen the creature were, uh, were plagued by nightmares, harassed by threatening phone calls, seem familiar, um, and just a whole bunch of slew of other things thereafter. Many claim the creature resembled a man-like bird with red eyes. Some came to refer it as the, quote, the black bird of Chernobyl. But the sightings don't end there. Following the terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center on September 11, 2001, rumors emerged that eyewitnesses reported seeing a large crane-like figure in the vicinity of the towers five days prior to the attack. It had been 31 years since any sighting of Mothman was spotted in North America. On the day of the horrific attack, it was, uh, Mothman was reported to have appeared again, some claiming they could see his face, the clouds, and smoke and debris. Um, there's also some like doctored photos online of it. Whether I mean, I say doctored, but they they look like really shitty Photoshop. That's fair. Um, and then thereafter, eight years later, on uh, April 10th, 2009, residents of La La Wanta 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 sure Wanta sure in the Mexican city of Chihuahua <laughs> began noticing strange creature in their midst. It was very tall and hairy, with two expansive wings and bloodshot eyes. One student even reported the creature chased him relentlessly. Those were 15 minutes of maximum despair, said the student, who also chose to remain anonymous during the interview. I mean, that's fair. Do you really want to be known as the person who saw Mothman? Yes. Uh, wrong person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he probably just did not want to deal with the aftermath. Of, like Everyone being like, you saw Mothman! He's like, no. See, I didn't. Like, <laughs> hey, 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 Tate, you see that guy over there? Yeah. That's the guy who fucking saw Mothman. What a dork. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a fucking loser. He's like, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So, Why, well, you got pink eye then? He's like, uh, he farted into my hands and wiped my eyes. <laughs> like, yeah, sure you did. <laughs> and they're like, sick bird. I <laughs> mean, you just didn't want to deal with, like, the, like, the, um, what are the people that interview you? Interviewers? <laughs> this is staying in. <laughs> Paparazzi? Sure. <laughs> it, was, it was during this time the area began to see a rise in swine flu cases tied to the ongoing 2009 outbreak. Two witnesses by the names of uh, Angela Mendez and Viviana uh, Led Ledesma. That was hard to say. Um, I also got an up my prescription on my glasses. 
uh, claimed to have heard the creature in the apple orchard near uh, Minaka Cemetery. Some believers theorized that the creature uh, terrifying the resident Chihuahua was, in fact, the Mothman. Very possible. I mean, you know, it. it who knows? You who know? knows? Honestly, I mean, there there is going to be some things that are going to come up here shortly that I feel like are kind of important to this. Um, after Mothman had seemingly disappeared back in the unknown until 2011, in a very unlikely place, Chicago, Illinois, obviously. <laughs> kind of fucking. What other Chicago is there? Uh, you know, Chicago, Ohio. <laughs> I don't know if she got Chicago, Ohio. Saskatchewan. <laughs> I bet there's another one. Probably somewhere. It's just not as well known as Chicago, Illinois. There were sightings of Mothman near large bodies of water around the airport. Um, in 2017, there were 55 sightings in the city of Chicago, and the sightings haven't stopped since. Hmm. In uh, 2019, a truck driver allegedly saw the creature at the airport while he was waiting to pick up a cargo shipment. The beast was apparently in the cargo parking lot, according to the driver. It looked like a person with wings that were stretched out and flapping. Uh, it was, could have just been a fucking dude trying to fly. It's like the Wright brothers all over again. <laughs> I mean, maybe he had a flight to catch. I don't, He's I like, don't oh, know. I'll get over this fence if this is the last thing I do. <laughs> it's a well, fuck, he, it's, he's just waiting for a flight. The three sto- stooges of cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, in late uh, September 2020, it was spotted again. A uh, United States postal worker who works at the airport reported seeing the cryptid as she was leaving work one night. Initially, she thought it was a very tall person with long uh, coat. However, she went to go lock her car. The headlights came on, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it just illuminates this figure. Um, and this is the fucking scariest shit. Listen, I love ghosts. I, we've been to some crazy haunted places. Um, I've investigated like alien stuff. I mean, like all around. Okay, this would be. I would literally shit my pants, <laughs> and I can't, I can't. I can't stress that enough. So the she hits her, you know, beep, beep, you know, car unlocks, headlights turn on, and this creature turns around, fucking runs towards her with its wings outstretched and starts screeching at her. When it's mere feet away, it oh, stops God. and shoots straight up in the air with tremendous speed. That's honestly, that's terrifying. That is, like, the most terrifying thing. I think I would just die. <laughs> like, <as laughs> you just have a heart attack? Uh, no, I wouldn't have a heart attack. I would just simply just pass away. <laughs> that was his warning, is that you, you were yeah. just not going to deal with him? It's like the movie Inside Out, you know, with, like, the emotions in the brain, you know? <laughs> It'd be like that. It'd be like, it's fucking Mothman! And they all just, like, just detonate. <laughs> like, it's code red! It's code red! And they just pull the lever and it just lights off. Like, I'm done. <laughs> like, that's it. And then I'd wake up and be like, huh. It was just a dream, and then there's just some guy in the corner of the parking lot. He's just like, it's an angel! It's an angel! And the guy's like, it's a raccoon with flashlights on its head. What is that? It's a penguin. It's a penguin! Like, what the fuck are all you people doing here? What do you guys do? Go home. <laughs> Could this creature be the same that stalked the city of in West Virginia all those years ago? Or is it the next generation of them? Also, what is happening in Chicago International that is going to be so bad they're trying to warn them about i feel like they could hold up a sign and let us know and then we could maybe actively avoid uh do you guys got like whatsapp or, <laughs> like, can i hit your snap just like a weird scribble <laughs> you, you read you're like reading this text from mothman you're like and i pink guy <laughs> like, i didn't realize you could even do that like this man's gonna drop his pretzel from auntie Anne's. don't let him do that <laughs> 
if that man drops his pretzel from Auntie Anne's, literally World War Three is going to start. He's going to learn rocket science and build his own nuke. But if it's a pretzel from, like, Wetzel's Pretzels, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's only if it's from Auntie Anne's. Oh, weird beef with pretzel places. <laughs> um, it's a weird stance to take. Uh, you know, but was, was he trying to warn them about, you know, what was happening? But... Who's to say, but here's my theory. It all falls on these main parts. The men in black, the glowing red eyes, the eye burn, you know, the pink eye. The loss of time, the seemingly impossible speed, along with not being able to see faces of the this entity. All these coincide with similar events of UFO encounters. In many UFO encounters, victims will experience eye burn, the loss of time, encounters with the men in black. Um, witnessing incredible speed and strange lights in the sky, like red lights, blue lights, green light, go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think blue light is uh, part of that. I'm colorblind. (laughs) I'm not. I was going to say, since when? Wouldn't that be a fucking way to find out? (laughs) We're going to get off track for a second. My my stepdad growing up, uh, he was colorblind. He didn't know that. And, oh no! Well, he like like somebody told him he was colorblind when he was in the military, and then he was like, "Nah, you're fucking, you're joking, <laughs> you're messing with and me." And I remember we're like we're at like, like a Winco or something like that, like like a grocery store, and it was with my mom. And there was this um this like purple truck or this blue truck, and he's like, "That's a weird purple truck. That's what a weird <laughs> color to have on a truck." And we're like, "That's fucking blue, dude." And he's like, "No, it's not." And we're like, "Yeah, it is." And he's like, "Oh fuck, I am colorblind." <laughs> Just a realization. Who's to say that Mothman is isn't a supernatural being at all, right? Like with all these things that add up to UFO encounters, who's to say he's a, he's like a cryptid? What if he's an extraterrestrial? Good point. You know that's that's a really interesting thought to think about. Yeah, would that uh, would that mean that there's multiple of them? That's what I think, honestly. Like, I mean, either either it's one whole cryptid and he i mean like he's being seen around all these places but i mean they're years apart right i don't know what he's doing i don't know if he's going on vacation he might uh, be flying really he, really he's, slow he's going to the pump well, he said he flies at tremendous speed uh he, well he chose to take a leisurely leisurely flight he went to go find out why people were duct taping flashlights <laughs> or raccoons yeah he's just like you good and the raccoons are like you're giving me a pink eye please stop looking at me please stop looking at me can raccoons get pink eye I have no clue. Welcome to the ADHD podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, yeah, that was, uh, so that was the legend of Mothman. Um, I learned a lot about Mothman. I did not know as much about Mothman. Did not know as much about Mothman. I now know enough about Mothman. I've learned a lot. So now, so let me ask you a question before we start our next thing. Do you know the legend of the Jersey Devil? I know of him. I know next to nothing about about him, like mm-hmm. and all the things that he has done. But I know of him. Okay, so this will be a, a fun experience for you. This will be a complete learning experience. Um. Well, learning is meh. I'm learning new things. That's all that counts. I, if if you're if you guys are actually still listening to this podcast, um, uh, you're not you're gonna learn things, um, about the Jersey Devil. Um, but just so you know, I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. I mean, the alien part, I know that I'm talking about, I will go full tinfoil hat, roll on the ground and <laughs> scream in public about aliens. 
So do you want to go to a Walmart or? Yeah, whatever, <laughs> you know. We'll open Oregon. <laughs> Sounds like Oregon. So now it's time for the Legend of the Leeds Devil, a.k.a. the Jersey Devil. According to popular folklore, the Jersey Devil originated in the Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, known as Mother Leeds. The legend states the Mother Leeds uh, had 12 children, and after finding out she was pregnant for the 13th time, cursed the child in frustration, crying in the, in the child, it would be the devil. In 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the 13th child changed into a creature with hooves, a goat head, bat wings, a forked tail, a guitar, a band. <laughs> <laughs> a trombone. Like, and a lecture triangle. Like, go the fuck home. Go home. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like. And a raccoon with flashlights on it. <laughs> I mean, like, 13 kids is a lot, though. That is a lot like, of kids. My grandparents, or my grandma was one of 13 children. And oh, God. She basically raised, like, all of them. She was, like, the second oldest. It sounds horrible. That sounds not awesome. Yeah, it was, from what I heard, not great. So, one of the things I learned about this whole, like, Mothman, like, because the child was born, and I remember, because, like, the thing that I read or watched was, like, it had, like, these blue eyes, and they're like, oh, it's, you know, it's a child. And then it just started, like, just kind of, like, moving around really weird. Oh, and weird. like, what's it doing? And then it just started just, like, violent. Like, you ever seen, like, uh, well, it's, like, thing like, Underworld. Yeah. Like, you know, like, that fucking, like, that morph into, like, the werewolves. Right. Where they just, like, break apart yeah. and their bones are breaking. Yeah. That's how it was described. Oh, that's so And weird. it was just, like, violently turning into this thing. Like, its head stretches out. Like, its skull Ooh. stretches out. And these wings start coming out. I mean, like, I, I would say all these things, like through that folklore but like imagine like that in a reality of this thing just fucking breaking its bones like getting oh. like, getting into shape and you're like okay what the fuck and you <laughs> put it down you know and just like on the floor freaking out yeah like oh i can't imagine what her friends were thinking that were like around her they're just like what the fuck that's a fucking ugly baby <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird ass baby i think it's cute uh, you can go fuck yourself yeah, that's, that's a fucking ugly... <laughs> how, about, how about you take it home susan <laughs> You raise it then. I'm good. <laughs> that's it. Thanks. <laughs> that's what I thought. So it was growling and screaming. The child beat everyone around with its tail before flying up the chimney and heading into the pines. In some the versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch and the child's father was the devil himself. So I want to pause on the he smacked everyone around with his tail. Mm -hmm. That it imagining that just made me laugh so hard because I just imagined like a boop boop, uh, like everybody boop boop, and then gone. See, I well, yeah, you're imagining like it just like lightly tapping. I'm imagining like a violent like because I'm because like it's like I said like I mean it's all these bones breaking and it's turning into this beast and then it just like whips someone like hard. I mean, I can't imagine it was just like. Bam, I got you. <laughs> okay, mom, I'm going out for the night. And then flew up into the, like, through the chimney. No, I, Like I, 30 minutes old. Bye, mom, I'll be back tomorrow. Like somebody's trying to load a musket and they're like, oh, fuck. And they duck and like hits somebody behind them, you know? <laughs> like that's what I imagine. Oh, that sounds... I mean, like either version to me is just like super weird. Yeah, it's, it's super creepy. In some legends... uh also state that there was a subsequent attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the creature from the Pine Barrens, which um, uh, didn't fucking work. So, Oh, surprise. Yeah. Okay, get out of here. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. 
hey, you. Hey, get out. <laughs> no, we will not get out of here. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, hey, I hate to tell you, uh, Mrs. Leeds, but uh, it didn't work. And like, yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> you wonder I, why. Like, the, you think the, it's maybe it's because it has a fucking horse head <laughs> and it's like basically the Antichrist reborn? This is like the, also the time period where they're like, if you float, you're a witch. If you sink, you're not a witch, but you're dead. So, like, I really did not expect very much from the clergyman. Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> like. Um, there are also many versions of this legend. The legend states that it was a 6, the 8, the 10, 12, or the 13th child. It was born normal. It was born deformed. And the mother uh, confined it to the cellar or the attic. I mean, there's no like, real definitive, like, thing. Like, I mean, there's, it's all, I mean, it's folklore. I mean, right. I mean, it's not like the Mothman case where, like, people were, like, didn't really, I mean, they had, like, some folklore, but, like, not really. Right. Like, there was, like, some, like, accounts way back in the day of, like, stuff like that, but then it wasn't, like, you know, in the 60s and people were smoking weed and driving around a fucking <laughs> TNT plant in the middle of the fucking night for no reason. So they're like, let's go out there and listen to Johnny Bop and the band. <laughs> uh, that's a fucking demon. Like, you know, it wasn't like right. that. It was, like, you know, 1700s. You know, yeah. witches still exist, you know, quote unquote, and it's hell on earth all of a sudden. Yeah, basically. Although there are many discrepancies uh, in these stories, Brian Regal, a historian of science at Keene University, theorizes there are three pieces of evidence that tie in all the legends to the Jersey Devil's origin. The first that uh, ties in the legends uh, is the name Leeds. Whether the mother's name was Leeds or the birthplace was Leeds Point, all the stories include the name Leeds. Alfred Heston, the uh, Atlantic County historian, believes the devil could have uh, be a Leeds or a Shrouds baby. He discovered that uh, Daniel Leeds opened land in, a, in, a, in Great Egg Harbor, New Jersey, in 1699. Uh, Great Egg Harbor. Um, good place for eggs. I was going to ask, do they have good eggs? Yeah, that's where the Easter Bunny is from. <laughs> <laughs> His family lived in Leeds Point. Um, he also discovered a, uh, Samuel Shroud senior came to little egg Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> they really love eggs. Don't they? <laughs> yeah. Great egg, little egg, blue egg, red egg. Fucking great. I fucking cried. They got great egg and little egg Harbor. <laughs> One egg, two egg. Just like, they're like, like we've discovered this land. It's time to take. Hey, what do you what do you want to name this over here, Samuel? He's like, a little egg. <laughs> it's a little egg. <laughs> it's like, did you just find that on the ground? Mm hmm. He goes, okay, little egg. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Great Egg, they're like, man, the chickens like great eggs here. I think we should call it Great Egg Harbor. We named it after the man who just found eggs on the ground because he was so hungry. <laughs> so we just said, fuck it, we'll just name it Little Egg. <laughs> It's like, we literally just left, <laughs> and he's already hungry. You know, guys, it's fine. I found a bunch of eggs. <laughs> Welcome back to the eggs. ADHD podcast. But uh, he, uh, Samuel Shrouds um, you know, came to Little Egg in um, 1735 and lived across from the river from the house of Mother Leeds. And the third fact ties in the Burlington story uh, with the other stories. Professor uh, Fred... McFadden of Coppin State College, Baltimore, uh, found that the quote a devil was mentioned in writings from a Burlington from Burlington as early as 1735. This means that the name 
that is now used for the birthplace of the Leeds or Leeds Point or uh, Edstaville, uh could be the same place referred to in Burlington legend. Um, and there was a part that I, I might have skipped a little bit. Um, just Burlington, just another person who apparently saw this beast and was huh. was a was a um, a witness to this cryptid. Oh, fun! Uh, it was really kind of hard to find like hardly a lot of things about this because it's so old. Um, not like the moth. I mean, Mothman. Like it was also kind of hard to find stuff, but yeah. I mean, this was like a little bit easier, but it was still a lot. Well, I imagine like it's not like they had like. Like cameras that they could just take a picture and be like, "Look at this fucking thing!" Fucking seventeen thirty-five, and someone pulls out a Kodak, and they're like, "What the fuck is it? Did you just take my soul?" And he's like, "No, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this processed later." And they're like, "So we're gonna fucking burn him alive, right?" Yeah, it's a witch, right? So we're gonna, we're gonna burn him alive and consume the flesh to gain the powers, right? And right. Like, I'll just give you. I'll just give you the camera. I'll just, just give you camera. What is a camera? <laughs> The origins provide some uh, validity to the existence of the Jersey Devil, but the sightings are the most substantial parts of the ed- evidence. The sightings have been divided into three time periods. Pre-1909, January 16th to the 23rd, 1909, and post-1909. From pre-1909 era, a few documented recordings of sightings still exist, the ones that do confirm the existence of the Devil. In the early 19th century, Commodore Stephen Dictor, a naval hero, was testing at cannonballs on the firing range when he saw a strange creature flying across the sky. He fired and hit the creature, but it kept right on and flying across the field. Which is really funny to think about because they're like just like testing fireballs, just launching just hunks of fucking metal, just sending it, you know? And he's just like, what is... What is that? What is that weird horse bird thing? And he's like, I don't know. Hit it with a cannon, like fuck. <laughs> and then it hits, and it just bounces off. And they go, oh. okay, so let's not piss that off. Let's not. Let's just go. <laughs> let's not. That's not yeah. a good idea. Hey, d- hey, uh, did you see it? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Neither did I. That'd be that'd be fucked up. That'd be really weird if we saw someone. Joseph Bonaparte, former king of Spain, brother of Napoleon, funny enough, uh, saw the Jersey Devil in uh, Bordentown, New Jersey. Um, between 1816 uh, and 1839, when he was hunting. In 1840 through 41, many sheep and chickens were killed by a creature with piercing scream and strange tracks. In 1859 through 94, the Jersey Devil was seen numerous times and reportedly carrying off anything that moved in the Haddonfield, Bridgetown, Smithville, Long Branch, Bridge, I gotta take a fucking breath. Bridgetine, Bridgetine, mm-hmm, and Leeds Point area. So it just picked up anything that moved, like yeah, like a piece of grass just swaying in the wind. Honey, you won't believe what I saw today. What? I, I saw, I saw the, I saw the devil. Okay. Yeah. The, the devil of Jersey. Uh huh. He was, he was, he went and picked up a pig from the neighbor's house, you know, yeah. and yeah. he flew past me. Went, hey yo, hey, I'm flying here, hey. <laughs> Hey, yo, I'm flying here. Oh, hey. shit. That's like, oh, that's how we know he's from Jersey. <laughs> he also cussed at me a lot. Oh, oh no. WF mayor of New York noticed uh, while visiting Pine Barrens, most of the locals would not venture out after dark. The devil was uh, cited by George Sirazi, a prominent businessman at the, at the uh, New York-New Jersey border. 
This was the last reported sighting before the turn of the century. In 1903, Charles Skinner, author of American Myths and Legends, claimed that, he, uh, that the legend of the devil had run its course and that with the new century, New Jersey would no longer hear about the devil. I don't, um, I don't really think that's how that works. Like, uh, it just turns to a new century and it's like, yeah, it's nope, like, nothing. It's a new century. You remember that demon thing that been stalking our skies for the last, you know, uh, God, hundreds of years? Yeah. Yeah, that's not it's not going to be a thing anymore. Why? It just doesn't. It just doesn't do it. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, like in the background, just picking it, picking up like a kid and flying <laughs> off of it. Yeah, like that just makes no sense. They're like, ah, oh, it's a new century. No more devil. <laughs> yeah, it's even funnier because New Jersey rested easily with that. Uh, thought uh, for six years until the, <laughs> until the week of January 16th to the 23rd, uh, 1909. During this week, the devil would leave its tracks all over South of Jersey and Philadelphia, where he was seen over a th- by over a thousand people. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the guy's like, you're never going to see it again. And then like like a fucking couple weeks later, thousands of people see it. <laughs> They're like, no, that doesn't exist. Six years later, this kid, kid just gets picked up yeah. by the devil. Uh, this is his largest appearance ever. It all started early Sunday morning, January 16th, 1909. Thack Cousins, which it sounds like a fucking fake name. It really uh, Woodbury, does. Woodbury, New Jersey, saw a flying creature with glowing eyes flying down the street. It's another raccoon. <laughs> Dude, well, that's what's fucking weird about this story is like you start to see a lot of similarities. Right. Um, and like glowing eyes, Mothman glowing eyes, but people don't get pink eye with... I mean, I don't know. They, it's from the 1900s. So yeah. I mean, who knows? They could have got pink eye and been like, "It's just, it's God's gift." <laughs> They're like, "No, God said, God said you can't have cheese on Tuesdays, yeah. and, and you did." And you look what happened to you, you <laughs> fucking asshole! You had cheese, didn't you? And he was, well, I had a little bit. And he goes, "Well, you shouldn't have done it." And he's like, "Can I, Father? Can I please pray next?" He was like, "I prefer if you just didn't touch me. <laughs> if, you just, if you stay." Over there. I got these weird sores. Like, I don't think that's related. I think that's something else. <laughs> we'll just, um, we'll give you like a bunch of opiates and we'll see if that fixes it. That's pretty, pretty much how it worked. <laughs> In Bristol, New Jersey, John McOwen heard and saw the strange creature on the banks of the canal. Patrol James Sackville fired at the creature as it flew away screaming. Uh, E.W. Minister, Postmaster, Bristol, New Jersey, also saw a bird-like creature with a horse's head, that a piercing scream. When daylight came, the residents of Bristol found hoof prints in the snow. Two local trappers said they have never seen tracks like those before. It's just not like a weird horse with a foot deformity <laughs> walking around? Or? You know, I, I like to entertain the thought it was, you know, the Jer- right. Jersey Devil. But it was probably just a fucking horse. Probably just a dude like super drunk who's like, <laughs> "What if, what if we made my horse walk backwards but sideways at the same time?" <laughs> and they're like, like, "It's the devil! It's the devil! He did it!" And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's the devil! I definitely was not stealing the town booze. It definitely was not what was happening." Uh, on Monday, Loudons of um, Burlington, New Jersey, found hoof prints in their yard around their trash which was half-eaten. Almost every yard in Burlington had these strange hoof prints in them. The prints went up the trees, went from roof to roof, disappeared in the middle of the road, and stopped in the middle of open fields. Okay, so like that's a little more like substantial. But also, is he like eating trash in the middle of the night? Like, just handfuls of garbage? 
I is mean, that? I don't. I, I wouldn't say handfuls. I don't think it really is hands. It's just wings. He's like it's all like wingfuls. Well, well, <laughs> all you can eat wingfuls. <laughs> you know, he's like if you can scoop it, you can take it. <laughs> It'd be really funny to think about uh, the Jersey Devil just like going in, just digging through trash cans in the middle of the night, and then he's like, "It's a goddamn raccoon again with the weird lights on its head." <laughs> And then they like look out, and there's just a fucking horrific monster eating trash. And they go, "Never mind." So <laughs> go back to bed. <laughs> I don't want to. No thanks. I'm upset. He's either like taking like scoops with his wings, or he's just head first in the garbage can. And I don't know which I like more. That's probably more more likely. <laughs> the same tracks were also found in Columbus, heading uh, Kinhora and Ran. Caucasus. Mm-hmm. That's how you say that. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. <laughs> a hunt was organized to follow the tracks, but the dogs would follow the trail. On November, on the 19th, the Jersey Devil made his longest appearance of the week. You know, he was he was doing some stand up on the stage. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At 2:30 uh, a.m., Mr. and Mrs. Nelson Evans of uh, Gloucester were awakened by a strange noise. They watched the devil from the window for about 10 minutes. Mr. Evans described the creature they saw. It was about three and a half feet high, with a head like a collie dog and a face like a horse. It's a fucking really ugly baby. <laughs> okay, so like Mothman's like over six feet tall. This kid is like under four feet. Yeah, no, he's he's not a very big cryptid. He is tiny. Yeah, he's not, okay. he's not very big, but he's got like legs like a horse and all this stuff. It's like this weird... So that's what that's what happens when you're. Oh, he's got horse hooves. I don't know. It's, it's like it, yeah. So that's what happens when you're born to the devil. I see. Okay, you don't grow very tall, and you got horses, horse legs. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't start start like a band like I don't know Black Sabbath or you know <laughs> like, that's not how that works. You know, you just do a bunch of drugs. No, you get little get a fucked up face and weird legs, and people make fun of you and are terrified of you. <laughs> it had a long neck. Wings about two feet long, and its back legs were that of those of a crane, and it had horses' hooves. So you know, it's got this weird little little creature. It's just a weird little thing. Tiny. Okay, so how is he getting in the trash cans? He like hopping up like. Well, it, it, this is also like the 1900s. Okay, that's so like fair. it's just a trash. Oh, okay. This is back in the day where they're like just like. Well, honey, that was good dinner. Like, oh, let's throw this rubbish away. And they fucking just open a window <laughs> and throw it outside. I and didn't like, think about that That fact. will never attract animals. No, never. Walked on its back legs and held up uh, two short front legs with paws on them. Uh, it didn't use the front legs at all while they were watching. So who's to say that? I mean, it says while they're watching. I don't know if, like, if it, you know actually use them at all but a lot of the artist descriptions you see here like our paintings or drawings you see a, the jersey devils like it's got these little arms like little t-rex arms but, okay so that's I mean, how he's getting to the trash yeah, okay but, yeah but i mean he might have he might be able to use his hands just little tiny crabby hands my wife and i were scared and i tell you i managed to open up the window and say shoo and I turned around and barked at me and flew away that was the account that he gave. I had to give it an old man voice because I thought that was the funny. It, 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 he was like, shoo, and it turned around <laughs> and was like, Arr! and then flew away. Just like the weirdest bark. Just, was that DMX? <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday afternoon, two professional hunters tracked the devil down for 20 miles in Glass Gloucester. 
The trail jumped five-foot fences and went under eight-inch spaces. The hoof prints were found in more parts of South Jersey. Uh, a group of uh, an observers in Camden, New Jersey, saw the devil. It barked at them and then took off into the air. Again, with the barking, which is such a weird thing, like trait that it has. Yeah, that's, that's really odd. Like, I, w- I feel like he wouldn't bark. I mean... But maybe maybe that's just his trait. That's just what he do. Yeah. That's just how it be. You know what? That's what happens when you're the son of the devil. <laughs> you just bark at people? Yeah. Hmm, I think I might have gone to high school with some people who, who might be the son of the devil. Um, they also don't take showers. It's kind of a weird <laughs> Yeah, trade-off. that sounds about right. The, the next day, the Burlington police officer and the Reverend John Purcell of... Pemberton saw the Jersey Devil. Reverend Purcell said, Never saw anything like it before. Three uh, posses in Haddonfield found tracks and that ended abruptly. In uh, uh, Collingswood, in New Jersey, a posse watched the devil fly off towards uh, Morristown. Near Morristown, John Smith of Maple Shade saw the devil at the Mount Carmel Cemetery. George Snyder saw the devil right after uh, Mr. Smith and the descriptions were identical. Like, right after Oh, weird. In uh, Riverside, New Jersey, hoof prints were found on rooftops and also around a dead puppy. On Thursday, the Jersey Devil was seen by the Black Hawk Social Club. He was also seen by a trolley full of people in Clemdenton. Uh, it's it's spelled Clem and Menton. It w- w- words um, as a circle above him. Uh, the witnesses' descriptions matched the others from the days before. In Trenton, Councilman E.P. Whedon heard the flapping of wings and then went and found hoof prints outside his door. The prints were also found at the arsenal in Trenton. So, like, you know, they're seeing, like, oh, the same prints at his house and the arsenal. Hmm. Um, as the day wore on, um, the trolleys in Trenton and New Brunswick had armed drivers to ward off attacks like they were getting like attacked like that's, oh, that's one thing that was really kind of hard to find about that encounter was that like people were legitimately getting like like i mean it was it was coming it was like going full mothman style it was like it was coming at them oh that's super weird which is super weird the people in Pittman filled churches chickens had been missing all week throughout the delaware valley but when the farmers checked their yards that day they found the chickens dead and there was no marks on them I think the chickens went full Jonestown. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> they, that's a very good possibility. They go missing all week, and then all of a sudden they just show up and they're all dead. Could have also been like, I don't know, a snake. Um, it could have been like a chicken Jonestown. I'm going to leave more <laughs> on that. No snake. Chicken Jonestown. <laughs> chicken Jonestown, yeah. <laughs> the the West uh, Collingswood Fire Department fired their hose at the devil. The devil retreated at first, then charged and flew away at the last second. Okay, there's accounts of them, like, hucking a cannonball at this thing. Oh, yeah, they straight up, like, launched a cannonball at it, and it just took it like it was nothing. And they thought, a hose was... What is it, a dog? Bill, I think I have an idea. Yeah. We're going to take this hose, and we're going to spray that scary, tiny little monster. (laughs) Oh, okay. Like, what about the time that we, like, launched a cannonball at it? No, that was, like, a couple hundred years ago. (laughs) So (laughs) Maybe he's weaker now. Later on that night, Miss Soborski of 1037 Mechanic Street, Camden, heard a commotion in her yard. She opened the door to see the Jersey Devil standing there with her dog in its grip. 
hit, she hit the devil with the broom until it let go of her dog and flew away. Uh, she started screaming until the neighbors came over. Two police officers arrived at her house where over 100 people had gathered. That's giving me very, like, alligator Florida man vibes. You know, the one where you had the dog. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, just, just, like, beating the shaking shit. Shaking him out. Just tiny, like, little, like, monster. And she's just like, get off my, off my dog. <laughs> and just, like, beating the shit out of it. <laughs> the crowd heard a scream coming from a cane hill. A mob, the mob ran towards the creature on the hill. Police shot at it, and the devil flew off into the night. The streets of Camden were empty after this. On Friday, Camden police officer Louis H. Stephen Jr. saw the devil drinking from a horse's trough. Oh, well, he's getting a little drink. Getting I mean, a little, little sippy sip. Makes sense. He's got a horse face. So. <laughs> like, that's not to be mean. Like, that's just what he got. Fucking ugly baby horse, <laughs> horse face. He literally creep. has the face of a horse. Like, I don't know. The the school on Mount Ephraim was uh, closed because no students came in. Literally, everybody was too afraid to leave their house. And that's one thing I was reading about this was like, there's, I mean, there's not like, I didn't want to like deep dive into like, oh, they closed the schools and people weren't learning and they're all oh, fucking woe is me. I mean, it's also like a three, four foot tall, like little demon creature. Yeah. And it can just take cannonballs. So, I mean, I guess I kind of understand. I mean, like. Adults, like I can, I can see them like maybe fending for themselves, but like children, I could see like not going anywhere because like they're the easiest to pick up. Yeah, I mean, also like mills and factories in Gloucester and Haynesport had to close because no, none of their employees would like want to show up. Like, I mean, I guess I get it. I mean, so like they were just like spring break. You know, obviously mm-hmm. they just got to carry brooms with them because that seemed to work. Yeah, just beat the shit out of the broom. <laughs> Maybe he'll go somewhere else. Many New Jersey residents wouldn't leave their houses, even in daylight. Officer Merchant of Blackwood drew a sketch of the creature he saw. And his, his sketch coincided with the descriptions from uh, earlier in the week. Um, Jacob Henderson saw the devil in Salem and described it as having, quote, wings and a tail, which is the fucking most Vegas shit ever. It's just like, <laughs> what it look like? Are wings and, like, a tail? It's just whatever, I guess. Like, uh, okay, thanks, dude. Any other identifiers no, at all? No, just wings and a tail. D- like, hooves? No, it just wings and a tail. Was there a body they were attached to? Yeah, I think to? it might have just been a bird. <laughs> <laughs> the devil was only seen once more in February 1909. Since 1909, the Jersey Devil has continued to be sighted from people all across New Jersey. The number of sightings that have been reported to the authorities has dwindled over the years. This could be attributed to the fact that people don't want to be branded as crazy. I mean, that makes sense. That really does make a lot of sense, though. Even though the numbers of the reported sightings have dropped, there's still a considerable amount of sightings in the post-1909 area. In 1927, a cab driver was on his way to Salem when he got a flat tire he uh, stopped to obviously fix the tire, which could keep driving on a flat. So as he was doing this, the creature that stood upright and was covered with hair landed on top of his car. Oh. And um, the creature shook his car violently. And it actually like kind of started like to attack him. Like, oh, that's... Like it was like coming at him. Oh, jeez. Which is like, a, I think it's like our first like real like, I mean, other than like the trolley thing, like they didn't like actually like get like get touched from what i know like this guy was like actually getting like attacked oh that's super um, weird so yeah he he uh obviously fled the scene leaving the tire and the jack behind uh philip smith who was known as a sober and honest man 
um, saw the devil walking down the street in 1953. We just <laughs> he had places to go, places to be, you know. By the way, I went my way. And he's like, just making like, his way downtown. Just, I don't know. Just fucking vibing, you know. And he's like, everybody's just sitting there staring at this little Jersey devil as it's walking down the street. That's so weird. The the characteristic screams of the Jersey Devil were heard in the woods near uh, Woodstown, New Jersey in uh, 1936. Around 1961, this is where it's really interesting, kind of near the Mothman days, right? Mm-hmm. Around 1961, two couples were parked in a, in a car in the Pine Barrens, which is obviously where, Mo- where uh, the Jersey Devil's from. They heard a loud screeching noise outside. Suddenly, the roof of the car was smashed in. They fled the scene, but returned later. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, all right, we're going to get out of here. We'll come back in like half an hour. Jesus Christ, Darian, we got to get out of here. And they get on. They're like, hey, what if we go back there? <laughs> Maybe we'll see it again if we go back. That sound hot to you? And they're like, yeah, daddy-o. <laughs> you yeah. got to add the O at the end. Yeah, otherwise it just makes it fucking creepy. <laughs> Heck yeah, daddy. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Again, they heard the loud screech. They saw a creature flying along the trees, taking out chunks of bark as it went along. So, I mean, it was just like slamming into the trees, like grabbing at the trees, you know. Oh, weird. Um, there was also other sightings since 1909, such as the invasion of Gibbsboro in 1951. There were two people who saw the devil for over a two-day period. In 1966, a farm was raided and 31 chicks Three geese, four cats, and two dogs were killed. Oh, Again, God. one of the dogs was a large German shepherd, which had its throat ripped out. Okay, so these like cryptids have an affinity for German shepherds is what I'm learning. Or what if it's the same cryptid, just in a different form? One style of cryptid has an affinity for German shepherds, that's it. I, <laughs> cryptids hate German shepherds, <laughs> 2021. <laughs> Uh, in, in 1981, a couple was uh, spotted the devil at the Addison Lake in uh, Athletic County. In 87, in Vineland, an aggressive German shepherd was found torn apart and its body not upon. There's another German shepherd. My statement stands. It's fucking, it's so weird. <laughs> it is super weird, It just doesn't though. make any sense. I don't know. They were probably being a little nervy and just... <laughs> I guess. The <laughs> Jersey devil was like, uh-uh. The the body was located twenty five feet from the chain, uh, which had been hooked in. So like it was a tremendous amount of force that like separate. I mean it like, I mean tore him apart. Like yeah, that's what just that's insane. Which is fucking scary. <laughs> Absolutely really, terrifying. It's a, it's a little scary. It's a little scarier than Mothman. Around the body were strange tracks that no one could identify. Uh, the sightings and prints are uh, subsequential evidence. That uh, exist. Many theories on the Jersey Devil are, are based upon that evidence. Some theories can be uh, proven invalid, while others seem to provide support to the existence of the Jersey Devil. One theory is that the Jersey Devil is a bird. Um, probably fucking not. I would say probably not a bird. <laughs> Definitely not a penguin. Mm, it's not a penguin. It's not a raccoon with flashlights on its eyes. <laughs> aside its head. Uh, it might be on stilts. Well, hundred percent. Not an angel either. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's probably not an angel. <laughs> it's an angel. <laughs> it's not an angel. No, buddy. It's not. Uh-uh. You're wrong. <laughs> You're fucking super wrong. <laughs> Miss Cassidy of uh, Clayton thought it was an invasion of scrowfoot chicks. 
Uh, the Scrofoot chick is uh, too small to be mistaken for the devil. Um, Obviously. Weird thought. Uh, others believe that the devil is really just a sandhill crane, which is actually what people think that Mothman is. I have seen that. They, they think Mothman is a crane, which uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say probably fucking not. I would assume not, but you know. The crane used to live in South Jersey until it was pushed out by man. So, so get out of here. <laughs> you gay bird. Get out. Get out of here, bird. <laughs> there was that old guy, and he was like, shoo, shoo get out of here. All yeah. of you. All you fucking cranes, get out. And like, start <laughs> shooting at it, you know. The same old crane weighs about like 12 pounds. It's four foot high with a wingspan of like, you know, eight inches. So, I mean, like, eh, uh, maybe. Um, but the horse face, I think, you know what a crane looks like. It, like, it's, it's, they got a long beak. Their face is not shaped like a horse's. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a neck like a collie. That's that's for sure. Which is also such a, just a weird part to that. Yeah. And um, last I checked, cranes don't have paws. Yeah. <laughs> or front hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or uh, hooves. <laughs> the the crane though it like it uh it avoids man, but if it's confronted, it will fight. It has a loud scream, whooping voice that can be heard at a distance. This could account for the screams heard by the witnesses. The crane also eats potatoes and corn. This also could account for the raids on the crops. This theory doesn't explain, however, the killing of livestock. Or the barking. Um, well, I mean... The, like, multiple people oh, yeah, accounted start- for where it was like... <laughs> we're just fucking barking at people. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I don't think they make that noise. It but... also doesn't explain why people describe the devil as having a horse's head, bat wings, a tail, all which the crane doesn't have, unless it's going to a party. <laughs> <laughs> You're fancy, right. Fancy party. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Um, Professor Brawlhoff said that the quote the tracks were made by some. Pretty historic animal from uh, the Jurassic period. He believes the creature survived underground in a cavern. An expert from the Smithsonian Institute said that the, uh, that the theory about the ancient creatures surviving underground is plausible. Um, he said that the Jersey Devil was a pterodactyl. I think he's wrong. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, like, y- y- you say that, um, but there was actually a lot of stories of people seeing pterodactyls. I mean, that's fair, like, but I like, mean, like... I mean, when I say, like, a lot, I mean, there's quite a bit. Like, I mean, it's not, like, in like an everyday thing, like, oh, there's a pterodactyl again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, it's, like, there's quite a few stories in, kind of in that region of just stuff like that. Because there's, I mean, you gotta think about, like, it's miles and miles and miles of, like, open land. And there's, you know, care, like, uh, crevasses and caves and there's... Fucking dude living in the shack making bombs. That's <laughs> uh, Unabomber. Um, oh, no. But, like, you know, like, who who's to say that there still isn't something alive? I mean, I... Just an evolved version. Right. I don't necessarily agree with it being a pterodactyl. But it could be something else, you know, that's, like, prehistoric. I'm not gonna... I don't, I don't think... I don't think it's pterodactyl. But, I mean, maybe... I don't know. The the Academy of Natural Sciences could find no record of any creature living or extinct that resembles the Jersey Devil. Jack E. Boucher, a uh, uh, credited author, has a theory that he believes that the devil was a deformed child. He thinks that Mrs. Leith had a disfigured child and kept it locked away in the house. 
she grew sick and couldn't feed the child anymore. It escaped out of hunger and raided local farms for food. Uh, this doesn't take into account, though, for like the incredible span of the devil. For a child that was born, would have been like 174 years old in like 1909. Yeah, I mean that. They usually didn't make it past, like, 50. I don't think they made it past, like, 30. If you were, like, 50, you were considered agent. Ancient. Yeah. Agent. Yeah, you're considered agent. agent yeah. Agent Orange. Um, <laughs> oh, it, no. It also doesn't count for, like, the sightings of, like, the devil flying. So, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, uh, a small amount of the sightings and the footprints could be hoaxes. The Jersey Devil has been... Uh, seen by reliable people, such as police, government officials, postmasters, businessmen, and other people whose, quote, integrity is beyond question. Mm, uh, I'm going to go and take the government out of that I one. I was going to say, what's stopping any of them from being unreliable? I mean, let's go and take the government out of that one. I mean, there was, if you look it up, though, for the listeners, uh, the CIA most certainly um, poisoned the town with LSD. That was a real thing. Um, not even a joke. MK Ultra. I don't want to get into it. I'm going to get into it, though. <laughs> As for uh, hoof prints, even though some were hoaxes, uh, there is still no way of explaining most of the tracks, especially the ones on the rooftops and the tracks that ended abruptly as if the creature took off, you know, like, just, I don't know. It's just, it's just a, such a weird, like, theory. The last theory is the most controversial one. Many people believe the Jersey Devil could be an essence of evil embodied it is said that the devil is a quote uncanny harbinger of war and it appears before any great conflict sound familiar does sound familiar omen of death hmm who else do we know that does that um i don't know i don't know not too far away from uh, west virginia which makes which makes it even stranger yeah the jersey devil was sighted just before the start of the civil war it's also seen right before the Spanish-American War and World War One in 1939. Before the start of World War II, Mount Holly citizens were awakened by a noise of hooves on the rooftops. It's Santa Claus. I was gonna say it's, it's Santa. Santa. It's fucking. It's an angel. <laughs> it's oh fuck. It's not oh, Santa. Oh, fuck. <laughs> They're like just screaming in the back. <laughs> Definitely, um, probably not Santa, but maybe it is, you know? Uh, the devil was seen on December 7th, 1941, right before Pearl Harbor was bombed. He was also seen right before the Vietnam War. And it's kind of interesting to know, like right before Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Then, like, you see, like, this little creature, and you're like, oh, that's weird. And then Pearl Harbor happens. Oh, that's weird. And you're like, what the fuck? And, like, it's just a weird thing to think about, like, with Mothman and all his sightings, or their sightings, is that, like, just is, is the Jersey Devil a harbinger of death now? And it's just pissed off sometimes and eats trash and tries to attack mm-hmm. people? And really doesn't like livestock or German Shepherds. Apparently. The Jersey Devil's habit of being a forerunner to wars could be uh, because it's possible demonic origins. In 1730, Ben Franklin reported a story about a witchcraft trial near Mount Holly, New Jersey... One of the origin legends say that the mother Leeds was a witch, like the you know the mother who supposedly had this thirteenth child. The the devil could have been born part of a witch's curse. You know, like what we talked about in the beginning of like it could have been like the devil, the antichrist. Yeah. Other facts support the supernatural theory are the reports of um, the the death of the devil when uh, Commodore Dictor fired a cannonball at the devil. It went through him, but it was unaffected. 
um, like, like we talked about earlier, you know, just it just took it and like just didn't just didn't die. That's so weird. You know, it's I find that part like so strange, like because like say it is like a, a cryptid or something like you, you, if it bleeds, you can kill it. You know, you know like, I'm, <laughs> you know, like you've seen like it wasn't fucking aliens or whatever. It bleeds, we can kill it. I don't yeah. Know. Um, whatever. But like it just didn't it didn't die. You know, in in nineteen oh nine, a track walker on the electric railroad saw the Jersey Devil fly into the wires above the tracks. There was a violent explosion which melted the track twenty feet in both directions. No body was found, and the devil was seen later in perfect health. In nineteen fifty seven, the Department of Con- uh, Conversation. What the fuck? I'm sorry. The what? Mm-hmm. In 1957, the quote, Department of Conversation, as it says in my notes, which I don't know if that's a typo, if that's a real thing, I'm going to look it up, uh, found a strange corpse in the burned out area of the pines. It was a partial skeleton, feathers, and hind legs of an unidentified creature. The devil was thought to be dead, but reappeared when the people of New Jersey thought at the time that his death was real. Stop thinking that he's dead, because apparently he keeps coming back. <laughs> I mean, at this point, just be prepared to see, like, the Jersey Devil. Like, don't ever think he's gonna go away. Yeah. Each time the uh, he's reported dead, he returns. It seems that the Devil is immortal, which is a supernatural being, like, ability. Um, so it seems... Uh, although, like, another thing that supports this theory is the incredible distances the Devil could fly in a short period of time. Which is also kind of like Mothman. Like, I feel like he, like, flies, like, super fast. Yeah. But then again, like... I don't know. The The Jersey Devil is a lot smaller than Mothman. Yeah. Is Mothman like like, like the, the big brother or something? Like, I don't, I don't know. Mothman on stilts. Mothman is the Jersey Devil on stilts. There you go. <laughs> Great. Confirmed. Um, no animal could travel as fast as the Devil did in 1909 uh, when he was sighted in uh, South Jersey, Philadelphia, and New York throughout the whole week none of these theories can give a definitive answer on what the jersey devil was or is but the sightings prove that there is something out there whether the jersey devil is a bird or a demon it's i mean still left to speculation the the people in new jersey have definitely seen something out there lurking in the pine barrens so so is the mothman and the jersey devil a similar entity or are they working under a different set of rules I'm not sure. All I know is that if you're driving down a dark road in the middle of the night and you see a strange creature through the beams of your of your headlights, it's probably not a bird. Probably not. And that's it. That's uh, episode one of Hans Graves and Omens. We did it. We did it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at HGO Podcast. You can also follow me on my direct at I Hunt the Haunted. I don't have Instagram because I'm lame. Uh, so you can't really follow me anywhere. You can follow my dog's Instagram. <laughs> At a pup in Portland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good, uh, you know, go check us out on our socials. Um, we're going to be trying to update the podcast about weekly. Um, but yeah, you know, thanks so much for uh, joining us t- today. Yeah, thanks for joining. And uh, remember, uh, stay spooky, stay haunted. Happy Halloween, and don't duct tape flashlights to raccoons. (laughs) All right, bye, everybody. Bye.